Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is Dr. Joseph Walker, and I am so grateful to have all of you sharing with us today. Once again, this is the place where we encourage leaders. I believe that there's a leader emerging in all of us, and I believe we have a great opportunity to really just help people realize their dreams, help them understand how to manage their platforms. This is where iron sharpens iron. So for you to be listening today, I promise you, this will be worth your time. I want to thank you for sharing this podcast. It's our goal to reach a million people, and you can help us do that just by sharing the link. Share with someone you know who needs the information that is blessing you. Every week I ask you to do it because I want to reach a million people or more. And I know you can help us do just that. Thank all of you so much for that. And of course, I do want to also encourage you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That's the place where we connect. I'd love to connect with you and let me know that you are listening in. And also go to josephwalker3.org for content, books, etc. Find out where I'll be speaking in your area. And I'm looking forward to it. If you'd like to invite us to come in your area and speak, conference, workshop, or what have you, we'd love to do it. Just reach out to us there, josephwalker3.org. Today, I want to talk about the courage to be created. And let me begin by saying, when you are a creative person, you know, it automatically puts you in a category of an outlier. In other words, you're a person that thinks outside the box. You're a person that doesn't necessarily have the same perspective about life. In other words, some people see life in black and white. Creative people are more abstract, right? <laughs> My wife is a scientist, right? She's a, she has a BS degree undergrad in biology. I have a BA degree in English. People that are often the liberal arts are kind of more in the gray area of life and people that are more in the sciences see life in, you know, more of a uh, definitive space. So it doesn't mean they're not creative. It just means it's how we view life. How we see things is a lot differently. So the courage to create means stretching yourself beyond what is and to be open to what isn't. Think about that. Stretching yourself beyond what is and being open to what isn't. When you think about creativity and everything we look at in the world, so creative, like things are creative. When we see things pop up, we're like, wow, I wish I had been the person to create that because we often see how it's been monetized and say, man, if I had created that, I'd have a billion dollars. Well, there's a creative aspect in all of our lives, a creative gene. There's something in us that allows us to, to be creative and we've got to have the courage to step out and do it. And there are a variety of ways in which that can happen. And I want to help you today understand how to do it. Here's the first thing I want you to write down is do something that's never been done before. The ability to be creative is, do you really have the courage to step out into something where there is no paradigm, there is no model? There's a lot of people who don't do it because you're often looking for uh, a model. You're looking for, you know, something to reflect on and say, well, 
this is how this person did it or how this particular person did it or this organization did it. But in fact, you may be called to something that never existed. I know in our ministry in Nashville, there are a lot of things early on that God led me to do that had never existed in our city. And as a consequence, when you're stepping out and you're doing these things, it's harder to explain to people uh, because they don't have any point of reference. But that's why it takes courage to trust that, that within you to know that it's necessary. See, that's the key. You have to know that what you are doing that's never been done before, that it's necessary. And as a consequence, here's the second thing. You've got to be willing to deal with criticism that will come from the status quo. People will often be intimidated by newness, by the creativity that you bring because it's threat to the normalcy of what they've often done. You think about it for a moment. There's certain ways in which people have operated and they've been in, in, in their minds somewhat successful with that. And here you come rocking the boat, talking about something new and creative and innovative as if though for them, what they have done is of no significance. When in fact, you're not saying that, you're just creating options for people to be able to explore, to do new and innovative things. And so you have to be willing to deal with criticism. Can you imagine the criticism that was levied when the iPhone first came out? Man, you know, they were still passing out yellow phone books when the iPhone came out. People were trying to tell you, you don't need the phone book anymore because everything's on your phone. And can you imagine the criticism of the people that had the big yellow phone books? <laughs> You have to go through those books and flip and flip. And that innovation comes, creativity comes, and now it's just a better way. See, that's what creativity does. It makes things more efficient. And because of that, it's always threatening the status quo. But you can't be discouraged by that because you are carving out a space in history. And I believe that's why the third thing is so important. You must believe in you. I'm talking to you. Do you believe in you? Do you really believe in the capacity on your life to get this thing done? See, if you don't believe in you, nobody else will. If there's something that you have within you, some vision, and you know it's a space for it, you know, it's a creative space to do it, you got to believe that this thing can happen. I believe in my ability to not only think through this thing, but to actually make it manifest. That's what a good creative person does. And when you have courage, there's a certain audaciousness, there's a certain kind of swagger that comes with that, that I, I just believe I can do this. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? There's a sense of confidence, or may I say Godfidence, that you have when you believe in yourself. Nothing gets done if you don't believe in you. So let's assume for a moment before I give this fourth principle, right? Let's assume that you're called to do something that's never been done before. Okay, you got it. That's the vision. That's the thing. That's the creative thing. You have the courage to step out and do it. Nobody's ever seen it before. So absolutely, it's going to bring about a level of criticism, even cynicism, doubt. People are going to wonder, have you lost your mind? Who's going to support it? How are you going to make this happen? That's new. What are you doing? You're going to be you know, a threat to what has already existed, etc. But you know why you're doing it? Because you believe in yourself. Now, number four is going to be important because now while you have this thing moving and you have the courage to do it and be creative, you can't just do it on charisma. Number four, your innovation needs infrastructure. Whatever you create is going to need a foundation. It's going to need infrastructure. It's going to need you to have at the core 
infrastructure to support the creative thing that you're trying to do. This is so important. You're going to have to make certain that you have a level of infrastructure. You got to make sure you dot every I and cross every T because remember when you're Creative ideas are under attack. You must be able to provide data, support, justification for why you're doing what you're doing to prove that there's a need, to prove that it's sustainable, to have metrics. That's why it's so hard for creatives to really be successful because creatives don't focus on infrastructure. If you ever get the right people around you, the right CFO, you know, the right tax person, the right lawyer, the right business partners that can help you build the infrastructure, it will give great credence to your creativity. I want to suggest to you today as you're listening to me, why the courage to create means you've got to invest in the areas where you're weak. If infrastructure is an area where you're weak, invest in someone that can help you pull all of it together because having great ideas and having great charisma may get it for a moment, but it is not a sustainable solution. In order to be sustainable, you got to have strong, solid infrastructure. At number five, you can't be afraid of failure. I tell people this all the time, people I mentor, you got to step out there and try it, man. You just got to realize this. Let me give you an example. Let's look at, for a moment, the, <laughs> if I can call it the psychosis or the psychology of Peter. What was going on in Peter's mind when Peter chose to do something that had never been done before? He's on a ship, on a boat with the disciples. He sees Jesus walking on the water. And Peter says, bid me to come. He is willing to step out of a place of comfort, subject himself to shrewd criticism, And he is willing to believe enough in himself that he heard God's voice to step out on something that's never been done before. And he literally walks on the water. Now, I know many of you know the story and you're like, but didn't he take his eyes off of you? Yeah, he he failed, but he tried. (laughs) He failed, but he goes down in history as the only person other than Jesus to walk on water. Go figure that. Yes, he wasn't afraid to fail. You have to get to a point in your life where you're not afraid to fail. Get to a point in your life where you say, even if this doesn't work out, even if it just flops, at least I go down in the history saying, I tried it. The worst thing could ever happen to a creative leader like you is regret. To live your life on what you should have done, could have done, and would have done. You're better than that, man. And you got to come to a place in your life now that you declare, no matter what the circumstance is, I am not afraid of failure. Now, (laughs) I want to give you this Next principle, because I think it's something we're going to spend a little time talking about, okay? Surround yourself with people who stretch you. When you surround yourself with people that stretch you, this is what allows you to constantly stay relevant, to constantly become the better you. 
If everyone around you is intimidated by you, not willing to challenge you to be a better you, you'll never be creative enough to do anything beyond what you've already done. The replication of what you've already done is nothing more than tradition. But when you're willing to step out and be challenged to do things that are new and innovative, and people are saying there's more in you, and people that will look at your program and say, you know what, there's more that can be done here. That's who you surround yourself with. As a leader, you got to challenge your team to challenge you. That's what I try to do. I'll share a vision with my team and I'll say, listen, show me the best way this can happen. I'm not asking you to change the vision. I want you to help me know the best way for this thing to manifest. Stretch me. Show me innovative and creative ways to make this happen. That's how you execute a vision. That's how things happen. You need people that will stretch you, that will say, not this way, but let's do it this way. Let's get out of the box. Let's do something that's never been done before. We've always done it this way. We've always headed this way. We've always had the program this way. Let's try this. Let's do this. Those are the kind of folks that just get my blood just so just just bubbling over because I get so geeked and excited. I mean, the adrenaline gets the flowing because I love being around people that stretch me because those are the people that are creatives. People that have the courage to challenge leadership to do more than what they've always done. See, when you're that kind of leader, you're not intimidated by these kind of folks around you. You need them. You thrive with them because they know how to stretch you. Think about this for a moment. Who in your immediate circle right now is stretching you? I'm not talking about who's acquiescing to everything you want to do, who's saying, telling you how great you are. I'm saying who around you now is stretching you saying, I think you should do more of this. I think you should try this sometimes. That's what you need in your life right now. You need people that can absolutely stretch you. When you get these kind of people in your life, man, it's powerful, right? So before I go to this last point, I want to review what we've heard so far. This is the courage to create. So number one, we're doing something that's never been done before. There's no president. No case study. It's just something that we're doing that has never been done before. That's how we know it's creative. That's what takes courage. Doesn't take much courage to replicate what's already been. But to do something that's never been done before, that's courage. And then to be willing to deal with the criticism. To know that that's part of the course. It comes with the territory because I'm a threat. The status quo. I intimidate others. But that's what it is. That's why, number three, I must believe in myself. I must believe in my capacity, believe that God gave me this vision. I got to believe that this is something I am called and anointed to do. I believe in me. And then I have to be innovative enough to spend time finding the right infrastructure. I need the right attorney, the right business partners, the right CFO, CPA, etc., my money is right. My legal stuff is right. I'm dotting my I's and crossing my T's. I'm doing that. I'm not trying to do this on charisma. I'm not trying to do it on personality. I'm trying to do it the right way. And then I'm not afraid of failure. So what if I fail? So what if it doesn't work out? I live to see another day, but at least I won't have regrets for not trying. I want to look over my life and say, boy, I at least tried it. <laughs> May not have been good at it, but I tried it, man. That's what creative people do. And then you surround yourself. Watch this. With people that stretch you. You need the right people around you 
the right team. I was very intentional about building my team. Having the right people at the right place at the right time is so important. You need people to help you become your best self. Finally, number seven, protect what you create. What's the point of being creative, stepping out and doing this, and you won't protect it? There is a moment in all of our lives we have to place value on what we create so that it is valued by others. To protect it simply suggests that the thing that I have created is significant. It is necessary. And therefore, I have to be very careful on whose hands I put it in. You see, within you is this innovative and creative leader who wants to do things out of the box. There's so much that you have and Sometimes you don't have a space for it to flow, but you have to trust you. You have to trust the God in you. You have to know that this is how creative leaders think. I'll say this finally to you while you're driving or sitting in your car, sitting in your office, listening to this or at home. I've always been different. I've known it since I was a child. I've always been a person that stood out. Not that I wanted to stand out. It's just I knew something was different about me. Because I understood that I was called to something different. I was called to be innovative and creative in spaces where nothing existed. And when you're called like that, you understand the weight of that mantle and that assignment. You know that in your business, in your church, in your organization as you lead it, you know that you are stewarding vision into people who have no president at all. There's no model at all, but you believe in it and you keep pushing it because you know if it comes to fruition, it will be a game changer. I'll say it again as I opened up my book on No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, You're Born to Solve a Problem. When you find out what that problem is, you're not the problem anymore. That's the space for creativity. If not you, who? Somebody's going to create it. Somebody's going to monetize it. If not you, who? I want you to step out. I want you to get out the boat and go walk on that water and create something that could be a game changer. That's who you are and who you're called to be. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I appreciate you so much. And I want to make sure you follow me. Let me know you were listening today at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let me know how this podcast blessed your life. And don't forget to go to josephwalker3.org to order my latest book, Leadership in Loneliness, and to be able to help you steward this season to walk through and still be effective. I appreciate each of you. And I thank you so much for being tuned in. I pray God's richest blessings be upon you and your family. And I am so grateful. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. That's my prayer. Now go create. Let's do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram 
at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.